this is James Rudd with the Heart Podcast. This is a bonus episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoy it. It's a discussion all about the British Heart Foundation's new one-off £30 million grant called the Big Beat Challenge. And this grant is open to applicants from anywhere in the world. And I thought it would be interesting and something that the Heart audience would enjoy. Please enjoy the discussion and please consider applying for the grant. I'm delighted to be joined today at the British Atherosclerosis Society meeting in Cambridge by Professor Nilesh Sanwani. Nilesh is the medical director of the British Heart Foundation. Nilesh, many thanks for joining me. Pleased to be here. Nilesh, I wanted to take this opportunity to chat to you about the British Heart Foundation, uh, the largest independent uh, charity funder of uh, cardiovascular research in the UK. And I've heard recently that you're launching a completely different type of grant uh, that's open to anybody worldwide. So I thought it was relevant to our audience. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about the Big Beat Challenge? I'd love to. So, as you know, as you just said, the the BHF is is a major funder of cardiovascular research. We fund around 100 million pounds of of new research every year. we it's been, we have got a, we've been around for more than fifty years, and so we have a fairly mature mechanism of funding different things. So we fund people, you know, we have thirty-two BHF professors, for instance. We fund project grants, program grants, infrastructure. We participate in international collaborations. We are a big, we are a strong supporter of UK Biobank, the big cohort. So we have a fairly broad uh, uh, funding mechanisms to cover everything from PhD students up to senior professors. And over the years of of her existence, I think the BHF can proudly claim to have contributed to many advances in cardiovascular medicine, the use of statins, for example, all the way to genetics of heart disease and inherited heart disease and cascade testing for, for various inherited heart disease. I can give you many, many examples of those. But the trustees of the BHF, you know, as you know, we are completely funded by supporters. We don't get any government funding. But the trustees, um, in considering, you know, how to spend additional money that they've got, have, have said that they, are, they, they put me put a challenge to us or put a challenge to me, saying if we were to release thirty million pounds in additional support, what would you do? And there are two possibilities. One is to increase everything we do at the moment and just uplift everything. But the other is to say, can we think of something new? And that's where the idea of the Big Beat Challenge came along. Because we say that if we could make a single award of 30 million pounds to any researcher in the world or any research team in the world, would we, could we get a transformational change in some aspect of heart or circulated disease? So the Big Beat Challenge is an experiment for us as well. But it's different, and, and just to sort of describe the differences for you, first of all, as you said, it's global. So most of our funding goes almost exclusively to people in the UK, so institutions. This is open to anybody in the world. And then, indeed, there's no need for a UK applicant to be part of your team if that's not required. The second is it's open to any domain, you know. So it's not restricted to cardiovascular research. As what we, in fact, want and wish is that this will excite people from different technologies or different areas to come in. So it's not restricted in any sense to just cardiovascular researchers. The third is that it's in any aspect of heart or circulatory diseases. So when some such challenges have been mounted in the past, 
not perhaps to the scale that we are mounting it. Often people say, well, we want it in heart failure or we want it on atherosclerosis. What we are saying is that people can propose a transformative plan in any heart or circular diseases. So it could be an inherited heart condition. It could be vascular dementia. It could be stroke. It doesn't have to be heart attacks. So, so it is different in that, in that sense as well, that we, we, we're trusting the community to come out to us and give us the, you know, identify the a challenge and how they'd be transformative. And what we are looking for, of course, you know, we fund program grants which may have a value of somewhere between one and three million. At 30 million, this is a log scale higher. So what we're not looking for is just a large program grant. This has to be transformative. And so I go. I, I use the phrase, you know, without boundaries or without borders. So there are no borders to this to the big, big challenge, you know, either nationality-wise, geography, or otherwise. There are no boundaries in any in any area of cardiovascular disease, and there are no boundaries in terms of it has to be from academia. We what we what we'd hope to see is multidisciplinary teams coming forward from this, including people from other technologies. Um, and and the final thing to say about it is different for the BHF as well, is that because it's such a scale of funding, a large scale of funding, when we see the outline application, it's going to be a two-stage process. So we'll see, we'll, we'll invite the ideas first, and those that we shortlist to go forward or take forward, we will give them seed funding. You know, to get together the teams and to make sure that when they come in with a full application, they've considered all the options, mm. rather than just leave them to to you know to just work themselves. So to to recap, thirty million pounds of new funding. So this isn't being taken out of other people's uh, the grant pot at no. the hundred million pounds, open to anybody. Uh, presumably, industry could also apply as well as academia. Indeed, indeed. You know, one can see. You know, um, well, let's see if we see some applications coming entirely from industry, yeah. uh, and and there may be partnerships between industry and academia. So that's allowed. But equally, you know, given the sort of given the sort of range of things that are developing now, artificial intelligence, you know, data science, one might see some industry part uh, players coming forward to bid for this. And of course, you're aware of Callum McRae's award from the American Heart Association, uh, AstraZeneca, Google partnership, the, the grand challenge. Do you see this as something similar to that? Or are you looking for uh, the breadth of program that, that he's devised and is working on now? Yeah. So we spoke to Callum uh, as part of this. Uh, Callum's an old BHF alumni. So we have we obviously taken advice from them. We've taken advice also from people in other fields. So CRUK, who mounted a challenge. I was just distinct in a slightly different way in that several of those were uh, were directed towards particular aspects of cardiovascular disease. So as you know, the, the, the idea that the American Heart Association put forward in the brave idea was towards atherosclerosis. We are being much more open in terms of what we would like uh, like to see in any aspect of heart or circulatory disease. We hope that as the, as the Big B Challenge develops, we will get other partners coming in with us. And if, if, if we are fortunate and we can... Uh, um, excite other people to support it, we might fund more than one big, big challenge. So it isn't, you know, the trustees of the BHF have said they'll commit 30 million pounds to this. But, you know, we hope that we might be able to partner up with other people, including industry, potentially, to, to, to fund more than one if that comes forward. And are you looking also for things like devices or 
more physical things like vaccinations is that also a possibility yeah so you know an ideal scenario and i know people have looked at this you know can we vaccinate against atherosclerosis you know is it is there a condition we can vaccinate against and if, if somebody can demonstrate to us that there is a plan that that is a rea- that could become a reality that would be a transformative change as you know yeah. for so, so the main things are we need to look for something that is more than incremental mm-hmm. it has to be transformative disruptive in some way it has to require this scale of funding so they have to demonstrate to us that it really does need this sort of thing this is not a big program grant it needs this scale of funding clearly as i said these are boundaries or borders in the way i've described it it will ultimately of course be milestone led in you know because you know this sort of scale of funding would have to be and we would want the the applicants and particularly the ones we shortlist to to work engage with the bhf we are publicly funded and yep. we need to be sure that they view this as an engagement with us yeah Fantastic. And where can people find out more information about it, Professor? Go to the BHF website. There's a big beat, beat challenge you know, page on the BHF website. Uh, we are trying to advertise it as broadly as we can, and I'm grateful for you, for, for you to, uh, helping us to do this. Also to say that we, we've, the, the sort of people we've got, we've, we are assembling an international advisory panel to consider this. Um, we are trying to avoid a lot of cardiovascular, eminent cardiovascular people mm-hmm. on the panel simply because we want the best to apply for, for mm-hmm. the grant. So we are really looking at uh, people with, with more breadth and f- coming from different domains. So I, I'm happy to announce that one of the co-chairs of the International Advisory Panel uh, will be um, Sir Patrick Valens, uh, will be Patrick Valens, who, as you know, used to be the global uh, president for R&D at GlaxoSmithKline and yeah. is now the chief scientific advisor to the UK government. So Patrick has very kindly agreed to be a co-chair. Um, Philip Campbell, Sir yeah. Philip Campbell, who used to be the editor of Nature, will be one of the panel members. So we're looking for people who can bring that sort of breadth in terms of our decision making, uh, who we've got. And we hope that the International Advisory Panel will also, once we shortlisted applicants, provide them with advice and input. So it will be a bit of an iterative process. And is the website, are you open for applications right now or is it later in the year? No, that's, that's, a, that's a very good question, James. So we launched it at the, uh, recently, the Big B Challenge was launched at the European Society of Cardiology meeting more formally. But we wanted the, the idea to germinate and for it to become more widely known across the communities that we, 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 the outside cardiovascular medicine. We are allowing three or four months for that to happen. We'll, uh, we'll open the applications in December and then allow up to six months for people to consider the outline applications. And then in, in Q3 of next year, 2019, we'll have shortlisted the applications and it will allow further six months because we are going to give seed funding to do that. So we hope to announce the winner in Q2 of 2020. So it's going to be a slightly slow burn rather than a, you know, a rush job because right. of the scale of funding that we wanted. And we want the winning teams, or team or teams, to have had a full chance to develop the potential of their application. Fantastic. And uh, thank you very much indeed. And obviously, I encourage all listeners to the podcast to go and check out the BHF website and consider applying. Thank you very much indeed, Nilesh.